What is going on, everybody? Casey here, Virginia Game Day, checking in with another episode of the podcast. Happy New Year to everyone, and I appreciate y'all stopping in for another episode of the show. Man, after the Louisville game, I was like, I'm not going to do a podcast yet because Louisville isn't a very good team, you know, like 200th and Ken Palm, and we're at home, and we know how we play at home. I'm like, let me have that that Louisville bounce back, you know, resilient victory in the side, and let's see how they play on the road against NC State. You know, a couple days rest, see how they do. No podcast after the NC State game. I, the way it started, I was like, this is going to be a good, happy podcast, because I love doing happy podcasts. I love podcasting after wins. You know, we got blown out by Notre Dame. On the road, bounce back against Louisville. All right, let's show that we can win a tough road game against the ACC opponent. We're playing good to start the half, to start the game. Up by six, up by seven, chipping away. And then I think it was like 19-15, and then Louisville hit this freaking 60-foot shot rainbow prayer. And... It basically, from there on, the game went downhill. And as you know, Virginia lost by 16 on the road. The 16-point deficit really made it look closer than it was because I stopped watching when we were down by like 20. It kept we couldn't get it, you know, any closer than 20. It was like 18, 20, 18, 20, 18, 20. We'd make Isaac would hit a three, and then we'd give up a three, and it's like all right. I was putting, I was watching it while I'm putting away our Christmas decorations. And uh, with like six minutes left, I was like, all right, I can't do this anymore. It was, uh, I wasn't my best self during <laughs> watching that game yesterday. It was tough because I thought we were going to win. Started out well. I was like, all right, we got this. We're resilient. But for whatever reason, when this team gets hit in the mouth in someone else's gym, they lack the in game resilience that a lot of other teams would have and you know why they're young they don't have the guy to shut the crowd up you know say what you want about Kihei but so many times last year year before that when another team was making a run and everyone else looked like a deer in the headlights Kihei would make a play we you know it's Reese is everything this team but he he did a little bit, you know. He hit that shot at the end of the first half to cut it to eight, which I was like, "All right, cool. That that was a nice ending to the first half to like make it a respectable ending there." But you can't do it all the time, and it stinks. But listen, we got one really experienced dude, and then two guys in Dunn and McNeely who have one year in the system. So it goes. It shows you what. How they play at home, where role players play better and young players play better when you have the crowd and you're comfortable and all that stuff. First, when you go on the road and everyone hates you, that's it's very very clear difference. The way we could see, and a lot of that is on the experience and uh, youth of this team. I thought if we won, I was going to be like, you know, you see what happens when you have your number two and three scorers doing what they're supposed to be doing because in the Louisville game, it was Isaac had a great game. Dunn had a great game. Beekman had a you know double digit game. And then 
as it turns out, they also had it in this game, but it still wasn't even close. And and it's because, you know, our defense let down and we just didn't have that, you know, fight back to to make it happen. And it was like, we're down 20 with like 12 minutes left or whatever. And I'm like, are we going to have any urgency? Like, I feel like we didn't have a sense of urgency. Um, but then in coach's post game, he said he felt they were going too quick sometimes. And I'm like, okay, maybe I don't know what the fuck I'm talking about. So, um, and speaking of like, I also, I'm not going to lie and act like I know what this team is going to do because since I've been doing this show, UVA has dominated ACC play for the most part, like for the last thing, but the last three years, AC, UVA regular season champs, you know, winning 15 games uh, in conference play, beating everyone. But then when tournament time comes, they still lose and don't perform well. So maybe it's a little reverse here. It could be, right? Maybe we're going to struggle a little bit in ACC play to start really get it going towards the end of the season carry it into the ACC tournament and then you know maybe sneak into the po- the NCAA tournament and then surprise some people as a low seed you know as a nine seed we don't know I, I don't know because we've seen UVA dominate ACC play before and then lose early but maybe we're getting a little bit of a different flavor here. We'll let this team grow up as the season goes. And see how, and, and you know, maybe surprise some people later on. I was bummed yesterday. I was bummed yesterday at the end of that game. And I was going to podcast right after the game. And I'm like, you know, let me sit on it for a little bit because I'm, I'm upset. And a uh, New Year's resolution of mine, not let these UVA losses and Dallas Cowboy losses affect my my mood for the day so i was able to turn the page i was able to you know be all right and then uh, i watched coach bennett's post game and i'm like i always feel this way when he handles it well it makes me feel better because i'm like these guys it matters more to them like this is their livelihood this is everything to them they handle it well i should be able to handle it well and i got a lot of confidence uh again watching the post game because and Tony, we trust, and he's the uh, he's the architect here, and all these people who I mean, I, I keep seeing it. Tony Bennett's going to step down. Tony Bennett's going to step down. I don't believe that, but don't put it out to the universe either, right? Don't put it out into the universe because he's you know the man. He's the godfather of our UVA basketball, and he's still getting talent. Like I hear that, you know, he's the NIL and the transfer portal, like. We're getting players, you know, McNeely's a four-star, Dunn's a four-star. We got, we're getting players, and, you know, sometimes they transfer out, yes, but it's not like we can't. You, know, you, you want to say that about UVA football? Like we can't get recruits to UVA football? Four-stars? Fine. But UVA basketball, it gets, they can get players. Anyway, um, let's go to some of the numbers from yesterday's game. 76-60 loss. Uh, looking at the play-by-play here, we were – you know, we fought early. Coach Bennett uh, shortened his rotation, 
which was interesting to see. No, no Bond for the most part, like first 30 minutes. No Gertrude for the first 30 minutes. It was the starting five, which um, consisted of Buchanan. Buchanan, Rhodey, Dunn, McNeely, and Beekman. I really liked how Buchanan played against Louisville, even though his numbers didn't show it. He got so many looks at the rim. Uh, you know, he's still figuring it out down there, but he got so many open looks off screens, uh, screen and rolls, and it was great to see. He's got nice soft hands, catches the ball well, but it hasn't been able to finish. But anyway, he started here, and then off the bench, Groves and Murray. Um, so, yeah, it was a seven-man rotation. And Virginia started up hot, up. Had the lead for the first, you know, 10, 12 minutes of the game. 11-9, 13-9, 15-9. Nice six-point lead there. And after that, I paused it. And I was like, all right, let me get on some Christmas decorations. Help my wife out. She's going to kill me. You know, so I like paused it, let it sit for half an hour, and then went back to it. And then I'm like, why did I go back to this? Or why, why did I shouldn't, maybe I shouldn't have paused it because I jinxed it. But ugh. Uh, after that, 17-13, 19-15, and then they get that prayer three, and then which I mentioned earlier, and Law went downhill. Then they took the lead, and then you know Casey Marcel, the the ghost of UVA past, came and hit a couple threes, and you know how it went. We went into the half, uh, 35-28, down seven. It would have been nine, but as I mentioned Reese hit that floater right before the right before the half. We're missing it. We missed a bunch of chippies and it's kind of a, been the bugaboo of this team on the road. We get down early. We can't come back and the bad missing shots on offense leads to poor defense on the other end. Like so many late closeouts, missed assignments, uh, choking the post, DJ Burns, finding a guy, they just had an answer, you know. I got, I got sick and tired of listening to whoever uh, Paul Vincardi listen calling the game. Like they got to figure out a way to guard Burns. I'm like, let my man rock here, okay? Uh, but yeah, no, no bond in the first half, and NC State went on that twenty to nine run to after we had a lead to to end the half there, and then in the second half, NC State stretched it out to a big lead i think we'll see how big the lead got uh the largest lead was 21 points and then you know uva fought back a little bit at the end jordan minor had a nice finishing touch on the game scored six points there in the last five minutes to you know make it look respectable and to give him like side note give him some confidence moving forward this game is all about confidence and and comfortability and that was huge for him. You know, minor, a couple dunks, a couple free throws, and made the game look a little bit closer. And that, you know, you think I'm joking, but a 20-point loss looks real bad on the resume. 16-point loss still looks bad, but not quite as bad. So uh, UVA 11-4 and overall now, 2-2 two and two in conference play, and number 59th in Ken Palm. That's, you know, not exactly tournament area right now, but we still have a lot of chances to right the ship. And it's a, it's a long season. We got a, a, a nice week 
break here and then got Wake Forest on the road, a chance to a chance to kind of get a nice road W and and get things going. But I know they're going to work their ass off in practice this week and get right for Wake Forest. Uh, Ken Palm right now has us projected to go 19 and 12 and 10 and 10 overall in conference play. That kind of puts it right on the bubble there. So hopefully we can outperform that, which I think we will. I think we will. I think we'll get to 20 wins. We're 11 and four now, two and two in conference play. And we're going to get back to that, you know, spot where we were eight and one. We had just blown out Syracuse, which should have been a 30 point win. and only showed up as a 22 point win because we let them back in right at the end or let them catch up right at the end. We blew NC Central out and then we had break. Right. So we're eight and one going into break. That wins against Texas A&M, wins against West Virginia, Florida. The only bad loss was at Wisconsin. Well, on neutral site, Wisconsin. And then we come back right before Christmas, and we have that Northeastern game where we barely sweat it out, you know? And then we have Memphis. And then we blew out Morgan State. But then we lost to Notre Dame on the road. Then we blew out Louisville at home. And then we lost to NC State. So we got to get back to that spot where we were when we were the 8-1 and one team not the spot where we're at right now where we're we're getting discouraged and and our youth is showing but faith and tony I, i'm all right you should be all right too it's a long season and we got a week to prepare a week to you know work out the kinks and and go from there uh let's go through the numbers quick for the game blake buchanan 23 minutes uh two for three four points total five boards no assists, no turnovers, one steal, uh, minus four, and then plus minus. Reese Beekman, 33 minutes, 12 points, 10 assists, one turnover, one steal, minus 13 overall, uh, plus minus. Andrew Rohde, 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 Rohde. Rohde's numbers, his three-point shooting is way down, shooting 28%. His two-point shooting is way down. 38% and his free throw shooting is only 30%. So he's a improved defender. Coach obviously likes him. Plays a lot of minutes. He makes some good passes. He's got to raise his game. Is it because it's easy for people to say that he's not ready for this level yet. You know, he came from a smaller school. He's struggling, but he's going to be here for a while. He's still he's still young too. Like he's not one of these transfers who's just going to be here for a minute and get out. He's he only played one year before coming to Virginia, and now he's a sophomore, <clears throat> second year at UVA. So, Brody, I love I like watching him play. <clears throat> just got to start knocking him down, and he will. He will. Coach, he's got good size. Good size for a guard. He can handle it. He's getting better facing pressure. You know, early on, it was like when you put a, a, a power five guard in his shorts full court, it's tough. And now he's he's getting better. Uh, so, yeah, he was a minus 13 overall plus minus. Isaac McNeely, minus 28 plus minus. But, man, we just got to – we're down like double digits. Just let Isaac crank him, man. 
and find a way to get him some open shots. He was 18 points, four of seven from deep, uh, three turnovers, three turnovers for roadie as well. And then Ryan Dunn rounding out the starting lineup finished with 16 points and minus 12, uh, plus minus see you know, our three top scorers got their points, got their stats, but we were in such a big hole already where it was like, this isn't, you know, it doesn't, it doesn't help my hypothesis. It doesn't help my conclusion that when all three of these guys perform, the team is going to be all right. It's because they all performed and really no one else did. <laughs> you know, there was no, you know, ancillary pieces filling in the, filling in the cracks, but uh, yeah, they combined for 46 points. Yeah. 46 points. The three of them. Uh, off the bench, Groves didn't do much. One of six, two points, minus 12, plus minus. Tane Murray, I mean, that's like the most Tane Murray plus minus ever. Because Tane Murray, high floor, low ceiling, uh, zero plus minus, doesn't make mistakes. Played 17 minutes when he was out there. They didn't, they weren't up, they weren't down. No points, 0 for 2 shooting. Now, he missed a chippy, I remember, in the first half. that I was like, oh, man. Ryan Dunn missed some bunnies. Uh, and then Bond, Gertrude, and Miner played some kind of late minutes there. Uh, Bond, when he came in in the second half, he, what did he do? He was late on a closeout. He had an and one called against him. He missed a jumper. And I was, I was, it was curious to see that Bond didn't play. It wasn't in the rotation there. And uh, you know, he's a young guy too. Thrives at home. So you got to trust Bennett there. Uh, and then Gertrude, 0 of 2, no points. Jordan Minor, 6 points. Uh, good for him. So sometimes this happens. I remember being at NC State, let me think, maybe it was two years ago, and UVA got absolutely hammered on the road at NC State. Let's see if it was the one. Uh yeah, it was the it was this one. So they they went to NC State and it was the Jaden and Armand's first year and we got throttled by 14. And it was a that looking back now, that UVA team was ranked 87th in Ken Palm at that point. So not as not as bad now as it was then. That team, of course, played in the NIT, but we're we're hoping to set our sights a little higher than that. Last year, we didn't play at NC State. We beat them at home. I remember watching that game at home. That was a good win. We absolutely – Burns was coming off like a bunch of 30-point games or something like that, and we just shut him down. Yeah, Burns last year had like all these huge games in a row, and then he came into – Virginia and got shut down 31 15 24 and then came to Virginia and scored eight and we beat them at home and that felt good and I guess NC State returned the favor this year so all right guys enjoy the rest of your this is I'm recording this on Sunday enjoy your week enjoy your new year happy new year uh don't let this get you down we're gonna be okay and then you know we're win or lose go who's and we'll be all right. So thank you guys. Go who's at Virginia game day on Instagram. Uh, congrats to 
my man who won the holiday giveaway package. Let me look up my man right now. That was my boy Jacques, big dog, won the won the prize package. And shout out to my other main man uh, who wrote my favorite book ever, uh, Robert Friedel, who wrote the um, intangible UVA basketball book for throwing in a copy of that to the winner. So gotta love the uva community man and if you haven't read that book do it uh, i'm gonna start reading it again because it always it's like basically it's a uva basketball book and also a self-help motivational book promise so go who's take it easy thank you guys for listening